Today's MMA Tea Company fight preview is with Ethan Goss. Ethan is going to be fighting Matt Gaffney at 247 Fighting Championships Brawl in the Berg 6 on May 22nd. That's going to be the 1 p.m. show. Uh, Ethan, is this the first time that you fought in the middle of the day? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> first time I fought this early. Um, I guess there's just two first back to back last time's first time without a crowd this time's first early in the day but i feel like it ain't gonna be too bad because you know it's right around the time a little bit before the time where i usually start training you know what i mean by the time i fight the show starts at one i'm expecting i'll probably go out at you know three depending on how how long things go i'm expecting to go out three three thirty you know what i mean so um I don't, I don't see an issue with it. I don't have a problem with it. I know they wanted to do two back-to-back shows. So, hey, man, whatever helps them, whatever works out for them. Yeah, I mean, and personally, I would rather fight at 3 p.m. than some of these cards that, you know, they start, they say bell times at 7. They don't start till 7, 30, 8 o'clock. And then, you know, I fought at like 11 p.m. already, and that's miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I fought um, – uh when was it when i fought drill hodge in ohio we were the main event on a uh it was like 18 fight card they had they don't have like restrictions there or something but and uh, him and i didn't step in the cage until one o'clock in the morning and it was that was brutal just you know just sitting there waiting and watching the fights and you know what i mean it's like uh like definitely took its toll on you a little bit. I didn't like that as much. That's why I said everyone always like, oh man, you're the main event. You're the main event. It's like, man, I'd rather be the number one fight on the card. You know what I mean? I'd rather kick the show off, get it started, and then, and then toss a few beers back and watch some fist fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was- awesome because that's fight number two. So <laughs> yeah. I was able to get the fight in and then, you know, go have some fun. <laughs> um, yeah. It's- takes me back we talked about this before but like uh when we fought at that stadium show and they flipped the card it was great fight at the beginning yeah um they when they flipped the card i remember i remember being like man like i better be going out there when it's dark though because i'm gonna fight under the lights here yeah my whole that was my whole thing like i want to be the one fighting under the lights for this so um i which i still ended up getting to fight under the lights i didn't like that the rounds were cut down i mean i understand they did it but i didn't want i mean i wanted to i i wanted to go five fives that night um but it's what it is you gotta do what mr serb tells you to do yeah yes you do and there's no <laughs> if ands or buts with him yeah you know you've been around long enough. you know when that man speaks you you listen take your hat off and don't wear sunglasses yep yep your <laughs> phone's out <laughs> so. Everybody's probably going to tune into this video thinking they're going to see a raccoon pop up over my shoulder here. Or something. <laughs> we still got to make that rash guard. Remind me, we'll get that done. Uh, yeah, I actually forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so I want to talk to you about, you know, just this fight with Matt coming up, um, you know, throughout your, your pro career, uh, it seems like you've uh, you've been kind of a streaky fighter, right? Two losses, two wins, mm-hmm. loss, win, loss, win, two wins, uh, and then you're on a, a, a skid of two, right? So um, do you feel like pressure to get back in the win column? Do you feel like, shit, like I need a – like how's your mentality right now uh, going into this fight with, with Gaffney after those two back-to-back? 
no pressure, man. It's just that I got, don't even really think about the fight. Um, you know, I'm training. I know what I need to do to train. I know how I need to train, but uh, really it's just no pressure. I don't I mean, last time going out, I kind of put pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. when, um, the first time, you know, you had the, the five, five minute rounds and the, you know, I was going in there with a killer mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we were fighting for the 24 seven world title. Um, but this time around, it was just there's no pressure. Like I don't, it, whatever's gonna happen, and there's gonna happen in there, man. Uh, I'm just coming in prepared. Like you know, whether I knock him out, whether he clips me, whether I submit him, whether he submits me, like it's just no pressure. I'm going in. I do this shit because I love it. I do this shit because I enjoy it and I have fun with it. And uh, it's hard to enjoy it when you put that much pressure on yourself. So uh, I mean, mainly just going in relaxed. I'm staying calm. You know, I plan on basically just chilling in the back as much as I want to watch uh, Cam and him fight. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hang out in the back. You know what I mean? Stay away from watching the fights, keep all that energy, you know, in me and focus on me for the night. Yeah. And I mean, I got to say, you even seem interviewing you now compared to your last fight, you seem more relaxed and, and laid back and we were, you know, joking around and, and stuff beforehand. And um, do you feel when you fight looser, you, you tend to perform better? Absolutely. Oh, my God, absolutely. Um, if I can hit my flow state, right, if I can hit that flow state where I'm just everything's flowing, like I am a deadly son of a bitch, then mm -hmm. I mean, like I, that, that, that's when I'm going to kill you when I have my flow state. And uh, that's the plan. Like, I, I know, like, I'll, I'm pretty much expecting Gaffney to come in. Um, like I said, I think he's going to be shot heavy. Um, I think he's going to push forward, you know, especially in the first round. So, uh, I, I'm expecting this. So, I'm, you know, let's get my movement down, get everything on key where I can get my timing and get my feeling and get my range. You know what I mean? I expect him to come forward into me. Um, but then I expect, I expect the tide to change and I expect to see, you know, we're going to see a little bit more panic shots from him. We're going to see a little bit, you know, more sense of urgency from them mm -hmm. to try to get the fight to the ground. And that's fine. We get to the ground, man. Let's go to the ground. I mean, I'm the same belt rank as he is in jiu-jitsu. And I, I hold myself, I hold myself pretty high in, in my head. Like I, I feel like I'm pretty high in the grappling, grappling area. And so. it's, you know, he's got that style that, that come forward and, and shoot heavy style that, you know, you, you start defend defending one or two of them or you pop back up, right? Use the cage yeah. to get up and then, you know, pop a knee or two in there on those exchanges. Those shots start to come a little slower. They start to come from a little farther away. And then that's that desperation that you're looking for to really capitalize. Yep. And here's the thing, man. I see it every day of the week mm -hmm. with, with Cam. I mean, it is every day of the week. The kid's like a pit bull trying to attack your legs. So it's something I've been used to for the last three years now. So but it's, I don't, it's nothing I've never seen. Mm -hmm. um, nothing I've never felt. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and I just it, put them out and, you know, enjoy myself while I'm in there. And it doesn't seem like, uh, like for you at, at 45 size, like bigger guys is really an issue. Cause you're a pretty big guy for, for 45 yourself. Right. So when you're, you're getting to that weight, um, you know, it seems like you feel pretty strong and, and pretty confident in just your, your overall strength and you're in the cage coming down. Yeah, I can, I can honestly say at 145 pounds, I've never felt, you know, anybody 
outpower me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never felt anybody. I mean, I felt some strong dudes in there, like uh, Morales, who's you know bounced around between thirty-five and forty-five. He he was a strong cat, man. He was a strong dude. But and after the fight was over, he come up to me and said he couldn't believe how strong I was. You know, so we both we were kind of pretty equal in that spot. But um, I mean, I'm fairly solid. I mean, there's guys bigger than me. Some bigger than me at 45 but i'm pretty you know i'm fairly tall i walk around you know usually between 70 and 75 uh originally on this card i was gonna fight at 45 um against tobias taylor we were signed and everything and a couple weeks after we signed he had an injury i don't i don't know the details on him but he he pulled out from an injury because he wasn't able to train and they ended up finding gaffney i don't even know how many weeks out we were and i was like you know what let's do 50 Yes, mm-hmm. let's just do 50. That was I was contemplating bouncing up to 50, 55. Um, you know, I did 50 the night I fought Brennan Tyler, mm-hmm. and I felt better than I've ever felt. And I put on one of the best performances I've ever put on, you know, with a knockout of the year candidate that night. So I to me it's like, hey, you know what? I don't I don't feel like killing myself cutting weight. You know, I can make 45 easy. I have no issues making it. Never missed. So it's like, why not? Why not just bump up to 50? But And I, like I said, I thought about going to 55, but I'm going to the mat factory on Sundays. And uh, I've been training with uh, Kama Worthy. Mm-hmm. I just trained with him last Sunday out there. It was a pretty big – he was a 45-er one time, but he's a pretty decent-sized 55-er. And I think, that boy's strong. Like <laughs> – like I definitely, definitely need to put on a little wee bit. I need to put on some muscle if I want to hang out at the 155 pound division, you know, against certain, against the top tier guys. So. Yeah. I mean, some of those guys are coming down from 80, 85, 90, yeah. like they're, they're big boys. Yeah. I mean, look at Poirier, for example, that guy used to be a 45 pounder Yeah, and he's huge at 55. Like he can't and, even. And, and hits like a truck. Like 45. Yeah, it's uh, they hit hard. Those guys up there, they hit hard. And then, you know, yeah. at 70, that's a whole different world. They can stay up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I would love, there's times where it was like, man, I would love to just be like a 255 pound heavyweight. You know what I mean? Don't got to worry about cutting weight. You know what I mean? Just make the, just show up and fight. You don't got to worry about none of that crap. Like, that would be awesome. But me walking around fighting it. 185 you know what i mean some 85ers that are cutting like nah nah i better i better hit the juice if i want to fight it that way hey diaz says everybody's on it yeah yeah Uh, when you're at that level i I definitely you know i kind of agree with that i'm sure there's majority of the guys that are on it um you know look at dillashaw for example uh he got caught with it and garbrandt basically was like yeah you ain't telling us anything we don't already know. You just want to try showing everybody else how to do it. Like he almost told on his whole team there. He had to work that right. But yeah, yeah, and he had to then backtrack on what he said to be like, oh no, yeah. I didn't mean that. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. And now you know when you fight when you fight Gaffney in in about what's that nine days out now, um, you know. Something for you, something that you, I think, always pride yourself on is just your gas tank. Uh, so are we going to get to see, you know, you 
uh, just in a different level of, of cardio shape in this fight, you think you're going to be able to weather that initial storm you're talking about where he's going to be coming out and blitzing and then, and start to take over the fight. Oh yeah. I I mean, I've, I've absolutely feel 190% confident in my cardio and conditioning. Um, like I said, when you do this for as long as like, people like you and I've done it, you almost get accustomed to, you know what I mean? That even when you and I are out of shape, we can probably still do a five minute round. Uh, speaking for myself, I know I can do, I can do a couple five minute rounds and still be all right, but it's just, you know, we're immune to it. We're used to it. Um, but I mean, I've been, I've been doing shark tanks every week and uh, the first one was tough. Mm-hmm. Shark tanks are meant to be tough. And the last two, your last couple we did, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm right on the money. You know, the coaches said your wins right where it needs to be. Like everything's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get, obviously you're going to get tired. You're throwing punches, but, uh, I like, I kind of like what, um, Gregor Gillespie said, you know, this weekend, you know, if I'm tired, I can only imagine what that guy's feeling. Right. So, and, uh, I, I, I kind of really took to that when he said that, I was like, yeah, you know what? Like if I'm tired, I know you're tired. Like, so you're really tired if I'm tired. Yeah, but and it's uh, it's something, too, because, you know, people always watch the fights and they're like, oh, so-and-so looks tired or he looks gassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a difference between being able to operate still at a high level when you're, you know, tired and then being someone who's at complete exhaustion, right, where you can't even pick your hands up. Because mm-hmm. you're going to eventually get tired as the rounds go on, right? That's just the way that it is when you're performing at a high level. But being able to keep a high output while your body is, is slowly getting tired, right. Over time. I think that's what separates people is you can between rounds, bring your heart rate down, you can recover, and then you can go out and still yep. push the pace higher than your opponent can. Um, Cause you're yeah, tired or you, you feel it, but you're just not, you're not exhausted. Yep. That's what makes guys like, like Max Holloway, like what he did in his last fight. That's just unreal to go out there for five, five minute rounds and just each round pick the pace up. You know what I mean? Throwing 700 and some significant strikes. Like, come on, dude. That's unheard of. And like, and just the volume he's putting together and the power he's putting on him. It's like, man, that's unreal. But uh, like I said, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of like, I like the way Gregor thinks a lot. Um, and Gregor kind of hits home with me because I, I was up in Long Island a few years back and I stayed up there for a week with uh, a friend of mine that was a national runner up from Penn State, Dan Valmont. And uh, I got to train with Gregor and I got to personally, physically feel that man's, you know, presence and, and what he provides. And he is just, and I've told everybody from day one that I met him, like, man, he is a monster. And he will literally just train wreck you and go nonstop. And now the whole world's seen what I seen a few years ago. You know what I mean? The whole world's seen what he can do. And it's like, and and, and just the way the way his, he thinks about stuff is, is I really like, really like, and really enjoy. And it really kind of hits home to me. Um, like his water to a rock thought. You know, you might stuff my shot. You might it might take me ten times, but on the eleventh shot. I'll get you, you know, I'm like water to a rock. Eventually I'm going to wear you out. So it's an awesome mindset to have. And it's just, that's just kind of my thought, my mindset, my thought process going into it in the, in the fight with the cardio and conditioning wise, like eventually you're going to get tired. 
and I'm going to be tired, but I'm not going to be as tired as you are. So. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's what I think separates a lot of, a lot of fights, right? People get caught because they're yep. tired. People get clipped because they're tired. Uh, submissions happen when people get tired. So uh, it's something that not a lot of people talk about, but it's still yep. also the only thing that we can control, right? You can control mm -hmm. one thing going into the fight and that's your cardio. Yep. That's what Tony Vergas says. The only thing you can control in a fight is your pace. That's it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're excited to see you, uh, you know, bring a high pace into this fight been a little while since we saw you fight and uh just you know kind of excited to watch you get back to work uh, before i let you go i wanted to give you a chance shout out to people that have been helping you out i know you said you know kate and cam couple other people been helping you wrestling uh but anybody else who's been in the gym been helping you out uh yeah um obviously you know the coaches ray and darren um phenomenal coaching staff there and uh, and, uh, and we have another guy help um he just coached the night. He's he's been a damn good coach. Um, we got we got a hell of a team, man. We got Caden. Uh, I call him Ko Caden Cassidy. He walked he went out there and got his knockout in a minute in his first fight. But uh, we got Ko Caden Cassidy. We got Morak Cam Allgaier who's there every night pushing. Um, you know Sheldon Nyhoff, Monte, who's the new kid we got on the card uh, fighting up. And uh, Monte was a pretty good wrestler and stuff. He wrestled in Division One College at Clarion. Um, you know, there's uh, a couple other guys, you know, kind of hobbyists that come in. That have been They've been coming in pretty steady, and they've been training some bigger guys. Um, we got a heavyweight that's we're working on the horizon. We wanted to get him a fight for this one. We weren't able to get him a fight on this card. Um, you know, all the guys at the gym, you know, Ray's running crazy cardio conditioning classes on Fridays uh, after after we're done practicing we go do so you know I mean Ray Ray really takes care of us in there and uh, he really treats us you know better than we could ever ask mm -hmm. I mean if we need gear he'll get us gear and you try to pay him for it and he's like ah no man everything's good it's it's all right um, but and his, his wife I mean she is a phenom when it comes to the, the conditioning circuits and stuff and she'll figure up like the conditioning circuits and all that shit for us and uh he runs us through them and um you know obviously my fiance kaylee for for helping you know making me stick to the diet and all that stuff i think she's over there snapchatting me right now but uh you know you guys for helping out with the sponsorship and taking care of the t-shirts and stuff and uh you know, all the fans, everybody wants to buy tickets. Everybody wants to come see a show, man. I'm just, I'm grateful for it all. So I got a question for you. What's up? When see you step back in a cage. I know people have been asking me. I don't know. I got no plans to fight anytime soon. Oh yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't even put gloves on in like a year. Really? You haven't been training? I just been training grappling. Oh yeah. Yeah. I teach 6am classes, um, in the gi. And then hit Are you some still seven on seven. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it's what it's been been what two years. Yeah, I haven't fought in two years. Yeah, yeah. I had like a couple fights fall through. Had a baby, pandemic. Got another baby on the way. Oh, but, you got another one on the way. Yeah. Oh man, you yeah. had the Corona baby now. Yeah, doing November. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was just curious because I mean, we haven't, you haven't fought in a while. And I was like, man, I wonder if you, like, I didn't know if you was done or what, what the deal was. But I'd like to get I, another one. My wife says I'm yeah. done. 
my wife says I'm done. I would like to get another one in and see how it goes and then go from there. Yeah. I, I know exactly how you feel, man. It, it just, like, how long have you been doing this now? Uh, been, my first fight was in 2013. Yeah. You've been doing it for pretty much about the same as me. Yeah. Um, but that continuous grind, you know, day in, day out for, for that long of time, man, it wears you down and you hit them, you hit them points where you, you know, you don't feel like you want to go. You don't feel you're like, man, I just, I want a break. I want a break. And, and that's what you see a lot. You see a lot of guys take a break and just, you know, they never come back. But me, I couldn't, you know, I felt like it was almost expected of me. You know what I mean? Keep going. Like I, me and my head, I'm like, man, I'm in this deep. Like, you know, I gotta, I gotta go. Like you're a couple, I don't even want to say maybe two years ago or something. I felt that way or maybe right before the Bellator fight or something, I was kind of feeling that way. Like, man, I'm, I've been putting a lot of time in, like it's starting to starting to really drain you. And it does, it takes a lot out of you to, you know, work a full-time job and then, you know, focus on training for a camp. You got to put a lot of shit in the back burner and uh, you got to lose a lot of family time and all that stuff. But um, I've always been able to find motivation one way or another for it. Yeah, as I'm interviewing more and more people, I'm like, man, I want to fight again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy how you get that itch. Like I know. I was, when I when I got injured and I was out for a little while, I was like, man, like I was just getting itchy, like getting itchy. Like, man, I want to go. Like, I want to go. So and that's that's I've always said like when I retire, like I'm gonna retire on my terms. Mm -hmm. I want to retire and do it how I and do everything and I wanna be okay with it. I wanna be, you know, at peace with it. And, uh, but I always thought like, man, after, you know, a year or so of being retired, I'm, I'm going to feel when I got that itch. I'm like, man, I want to punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know before I let anybody else know. I'll text you before my All wife. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, I, hey, you, if you want me to talk to her, man, I'll, you know, maybe <laughs> I'll pitch some lines. You know what I mean? You and I can link up. We get some training. All right. Make sure he cleans the diapers when he gets home. I'll make a deal with you for him. Maybe, yeah, though, because uh, I'll, I'll be at, uh, I'll be up in Racetown next weekend. I got a, a biking event. I've been racing bikes and been on my bike a lot this year. Oh, yeah. Riding the trails up there. Yeah. We'll be up there for, uh, for Dirt Fest. So that'll be fun. You ever run into any rattlesnakes while you're up there? Don't want to talk about it. Aren't <laughs> you a snake? No, I've seen a couple, but not on that uh, trail system. Yeah. No, I know. I had a buddy that rode out there a lot, and he he would always he would always run into him, see him out there. Uh, I actually just encountered like I've I've kind of went out and like looked for him. You know what I mean? Because I like snakes. Never snakes don't bother me. Ever since I was a kid, I'd always I'd see a snake running the weeds. I'd go in the weeds and grab it. But uh, I never really got to catch a, a live rattlesnake until last last summer. I finally got my hands on my first one, and there was this whole they were like panicking because it was at his place where he was doing his work. And I reached down, grabbed a hold of it, and he's like, "No, don't grab it." I said, "I gotta be able to say I can touch a real rattlesnake." Like, come on. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I reached down, grabbed this thing, and drug it around. But it was real timid. I mean, it didn't even try to bite me or anything. So, yeah, more more power to you. I'm gonna stay away from them. <laughs> All right, Ethan, it's been a pleasure. Uh, 
gonna let you go get back to your uh, eggs or salad or whatever you're gonna eat even though you don't gotta yeah. get to 150 uh we'll see you fight in what's that may 22nd that'll be the one o'clock show for on the berg six against matt gaffney uh ethan pleasure as always good luck brother Hey, man, thank you for having me to doing a pay-per-view buy. Um, I don't know what the link is exactly. I'll, once I find out, I'll share it on Facebook. But uh, tune in next week. Say you're coming to watch me. Uh, I'm planning on going out and having fun. Man, I plan on doing a damn thing. Let's, let's have some fun. So, Awesome. Looking forward to it. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sweet. I'll see you soon, Ethan. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. Later, brother. Later.